Podcast Studios. This, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Happy motherfucking Friday! And we're off. Welcome to the Scott and Cat After Nine podcast today, featuring Dave Blizzard, allegedly. Allegedly, he, I don't think he's been here for a Happy Motherfucking Friday announcement, by the way, and since he has been on this, this year. That's right, this year. And he is not here yet, but he will be joining us on this episode of After Nine. Before he gets here, can I circle back and talk about a few things from yesterday's pod? Yeah, of course. We'll start off with this. We all heard in yesterday's pod. Alberta Premier Danielle Smith outlined Alberta's policy for transgender issues. And it was very comprehensive. It included uh, when you are allowed to change your pronouns uh, without parental consent, when you're allowed to change them, but when you still need parental consent. There was, of course, the sports topic, which is one that people have been debating for a while. I thought it was a very common sense approach. And I thought it's not saying no, it's just saying not now if you are not an adult and wanting to make these lifelong decisions. I thought it was a reasonable balance, but let's bring in the two people. First off, the federal health minister, Mark Holland, weighed in on this, and he's outraged. Uh, I'm deeply disturbed. Um, The decision that was made by Alberta places kids at risk. Uh, We know that uh, one of the the number one reasons why kids take their life uh, is is problems around sexual identity, uh, and uh, that the ability to be who you are you know, uh, is so vitally important. And I, I, I thought we were in a place in this country, you know, we voted on C3 and we, were, we, we, we stood unanimously. Um, I, I thought we were in a place in this country where we were moving past this. Um, it's, I, I think it's extremely dangerous to, uh, to engage in this kind of thing, which is, I, I think, playing politics. Well, who's playing politics here? It's not the government of Alberta. They put out a policy to clarify many of the issues that parents had concerns about. Parents were very concerned that there were schools out there, A, trying to indoctrinate their children, and or B, who are uh, facilitating their kid going through a gender transformation without the parents even being told. And they openly bragged, no, we won't tell the parents. And I think that a lot of parents had a real serious issue with that. I mean, this bill is about parental rights. That's the whole point of it. Uh, parents being in on what's going on with their kid and being part of the, the whole solution. So that wasn't the other minister or the only minister that spoke. The Minister for Gender Equality, I think is her name, Marcy Ian, who used to be on a television show mm-hmm. and, and now is a, a federal cabinet minister, uh, she too is outraged at this announcement from Alberta. So first and foremost, when I watched that video and I heard... I four or five times, and uh, my government, and it is my view. The questions I asked were, who did you consult? Did you, did you talk to trans kids? Did you talk to families with trans kids? Did you actually consult with parents? So what I wouldn't do is put forward something like that without having consultation with the people you're talking about and the people whose lives you're impacting. I wouldn't do that. And so to Randy's point, frankly, I'm still trying to figure out what Marcy Ian has done. (laughs) She likes to chirp a lot from the cheap seats, but, you know, I don't know what she does or what her portfolio entails. Uh, She was also very critical of that announcement yesterday. Again, I I thought it was very well done the way they produced it and the message that was out there. Everything was very correct as far as I understand in, in the terminology. So I'm really not sure why other than politics, 
so many people in the federal government want to get upset about this. Um, did, did, did she know, by the way, that she didn't do any due diligence, essentially, or research? Does she even know that for a fact? No, she Just has no curious? clue. She never even asked, okay. actually. All right, it, it, It's a weird one, if you ask me. But uh, anyway, Dave joins us in the After 9 studios Hello, now. Hello, Dave. Hi, Dave. How are you? Allegedly. Alleg- I'm allegedly here? Is I don't that what know. You're saying? I don't know. <laughs> Rumor has it it I'm here. I can't hear. Give me one second. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No problem. We're just talking about uh, gender issues. I'm sure that that's something you're eager to discuss. Yeah. (laughs) Certainly certainly how excited I I get to come in and chat about this on a Friday. We do have good shit coming up here, though. One of them is literally good shit when it comes to that diaper spa story. And I'm really curious to get Dave's take on it. Oh, and we are absolutely going to. So, uh, you know what? Let me jump right into that now. It's Friday. Let's have a little bit of fun here. Dave, there's a new facility that is opening up and there's some people in a neighborhood that do not want this facility in their area. That happens fairly regularly, right? Everybody has that nimbyism, right? Sure, like, absolutely. Oh, I really think that there should be uh, treatment and consumption sites, yep. but not in my backyard. Yeah, help the homeless, but don't do it near me. Exactly. Or help this person, don't do it near me, don't come near me. Exactly. Yeah. People are very passionate about their neighborhoods and things like that. By the way, if, if you want to explain what NIMBY is for those who don't understand? Not in my backyard. You still learn that in school, right? Like, I remember learning about that in school. NIMBY? Yeah, I learned about NIMBY like in elementary school. I, think, I don't think I heard it until I was an adult. I really? had it yeah. on a science test in grade 11. I was usually the, I don't want that person in my backyard subject, so <laughs> that's probably why I didn't hear about right. it. How are you, by the way? Before we go on, did you have fun at the uh, the Royal Rumble? Yeah, it was a blast. You're wearing an Andre the Giant shirt. Right? Oh, I love it. I actually managed to uh, achieve, I think, what might be like what you would call the perfect game in baseball. I wore a wrestling shirt to a wrestling event and didn't see anyone else wearing the same shirt. Really? Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In all fairness, how many millions of t-shirts has the WWE Oof. sold over the years? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Like, it's wild. It's got to be in the stratosphere. Like, billions of them, probably. There's people lining up for hours to get to the merch stands wow. at the Royal Rumble. Really? Yeah. Did I tell you I watched it? Like we ordered oh, it. Did you really? Did I tell you? Oh, so it that's fun. Okay, th- and this is I, just I, what I thought. He couldn't like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Where we go. Here we so go. Back Somebody's the, about to get a bonus. We're back. best friends. <laughs> we're best friends. <laughs> Let's go to WrestleMania. Yeah. No, I I haven't seen a Royal Rumble in forever, so I actually like forgot about the the rules are very simple of Royal Rumble. But I, it was like a nice little refresher too. But yeah, I was like, let's screw it. Let's just watch this thing and see. My husband's like really into it. like he likes it. Oh, so good. I didn't yeah, know that. yeah, he's well. into. It. Got myself. There you go. Bestie. Yeah, he'll go. He'll go watch with you anything. But yeah, we were so we were having fun, like placing bets on who's gonna get thrown out. I got caught up in the drama. Like I was, I was fully entertained. So every year, a group of my friends will get together for the Royal Rumble and we'll do a draw. Oh, um, that's good. So the way we the way we do it with our group is um, we put all the numbers. So it's we know it's one to thirty. <clears throat> and we yeah. draw numbers. We don't draw names. Oh, so, you think oh. like you were you're, someone might even bet like first one in? Do you yeah. get higher odds for that? No, Do you not go that crazy. No, I mean we, we've done it in years past where we put like a bit of a point system in, and it yeah. gets a little complicated because yeah. then it ends up I'm bookkeeping and I'm not watching the show. Mm. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, well, no, you got a point for that. Oh, threw out <laughs> that person, so you get a point for that. But um, we, it's a lot of fun because when we draw the numbers, we don't know who's coming out at those numbers. 
Yeah. So, like, if it's, you know, let's find out who drew number five. Okay, well, I got number five on my roster, and number five is one of the odds on favorite to win the Rumble. I'm like, yes! And you get excited, and it gives you a more rooting interest into the actual matches, which is, it's, I mean, it's already fun, but when you do it like that and make a party out of it, it's like a wrestling version of the Super Bowl party. Yeah. (laughs) It was kind of, I was pretty entertained, actually. And and were you satisfied with the results? I don't even know what happened. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was super great. Uh, There's a ton of injuries right now, though, in WWE, so I think their whole WrestleMania plans changed. Well, that didn't help either. A lot of them look like, because there's a lot of, we know, well, it looks fake, right? Like there's some things that look fake and then some things that happen, you even heard like the slam against something oh, yeah. and you're like, it sounds like you broke your elbow just now. Well, I probably one, heard a snap. So CM Punk, um, he <laughs> tore his tricep. And he's not getting any younger. No, no. That's an OG. He's got to go One get surgery. Oh, my uh, God. So he's, he's gone now from WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, <gasps> Which is such a shame because, like, isn't the goal to attend WrestleMania yeah. as a wrestler? And that's why he came back. So it's like, okay, well, now there's, now there's next year. Yeah. So anyway, it was super fun. And I'd never had that experience with the Royal Rumble event. Um, being there in Tampa, 48,000 people at wow. Tropicana Field. Amazing. I was, if you're, when you're watching the show, so you know the WrestleMania sign that they point at? I was directly underneath it. Oh, okay. So when that pyro went off. Oh, no. Me shattered me pantaloons. It was like a, whoa, that is, I knew it was going to be loud. I knew it was coming and it still scared the crap out of me both yeah. times. Oh. But uh, super fun. If Even if you're like a fringe fan, it's yeah. it's a cool event to go to because there's, you know, every 90 seconds, there's the, t- the, the 10 second countdown to who could be next. I know, and, it's fun. Right? You, you can't help but get into it and watch yeah. it and, um, and, and just... When you put it all aside and you just go, I'm just going to be entertained by this. Yeah. It, there's no better entertainment. It's so fun. Good on C4 Energy, too. Energy Is it the energy drink is C4? They yeah. sponsored it on television, so I don't know if you saw it while you were in the arena. No. But so every time it said C4, it was like they blew up C4 on the screen. Oh, just cool. smart marketing. <laughs> well, they got Slim Jim back because Slim Jim... Uh, bailed on them after the Vince McMahon stuff last week. Oh. And then when Vince resigned and was officially out of the company, Slim Jim came back in at the last second. Huh. So it was interesting to see how they integrated ads. And it's very similar to pro sports, how, you know, the boards in hockey, mm-hmm. they're now, most of them are digitalized. Yeah. So you're like, if you're watching a game, um, you could almost geo target your ads where you're watching a game in Montreal, but on the boards, there's Toronto ads. Yep. You know, so it's so it's just a different yeah. mindset than it used to be, because I remember the first time there was an ad on the boards. Remember the outrage and no, oh, you can't do this in sports. And now they've got logos on their helmets for sponsors. The CFL has been doing it for ages. Soccer has been doing it for ages. NASCAR not, started it. Yeah, it's not really that big of a deal. So mm-hmm. when you're watching the wrestling, they have um, they have like a digital board on the bottom of the ring. Now the ring posts are digital. The barricade behind the ring, it's all digital. So. During the one match, uh, Slim Jim was all over the yeah. ring. Wow. And it was digital. You saw so, the commercials. So, you're not, or yeah. And you saw like the, which are like, hilarious. <laughs> so, T- tacky as fuck. But, oh, so, totally. but it's so bad, but so good. Yeah. It's just that universe, right? And w- <laughs> yeah. again, once you're in it, you accept the goofiness yes, of it all. You have and you're to. like, all right. I think I'm you here. have to. Like, I'm here for no it. There's no other way. We used to have it, conversations, and Scott would always surprise me. Every once in a while, he would just be like, yeah, Raw was pretty good last night. I'm like, you watched Monday Night Raw? What's going on here? Yeah. But it was great. I'm in utter shock watching Cat have a coherent wrestling conversation yeah. with Dave. I never thought I'd see the day. I th- I'm not sure if I'm awake yet. Oh, uh, possibly. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Hey, when you first walked in, is that the first time you'd spoken today? No. Your, your voice was still first thing in the morning voice. I know. And it's, I've been up since like 630 this morning with, with oh, Ellie. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know why. Maybe okay. it's just because it's the first time I'm projecting. Maybe. 
Before I get to the the spa here that nobody wants, uh, let's do a couple more sports things while we're on it. Why are we giving $100 million to Toronto for the World Cup? Is the World Cup supposed to generate money? Why would Doug Ford be giving them $100 million if the whole point of hosting it is that it makes money? Maybe I could do this in song. (laughs) You don't want me to answer that. (laughs) Right, right. Okay. Uh, Why are we giving... A hundred million dollars, but the condition is that it has to be to build lasting public infrastructure. So that would be like, remember when the Pan Am Games were here and they built like the Velodrome in Milton and they were like, everyone around the world's going to use this. And And nobody fucking uses it. Nobody uses it. They're renting it out to like the local chamber of commerce to have a meeting in the (sighs) meeting room. Oh, no. It's just they're riding bikes around in a circle. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's put it to a vote. (laughs) The bell on the bike. But if it's to build lasting public infrastructure, all the games are at BMO Field. Now, they are going to put in extra grandstands so that they can accommodate more people being there, but that isn't lasting public infrastructure because they're going to take it back out after the games are done. Mm -hmm. We're paying $100 million for five games? So is it like... I'm trying to think, like, is it new fields? Is it... Parking? It's not not parking. parking. It's not parking, Pat. It'd be nice. Print up coupons for that new spa at Ontario Place. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's what it is. You go to the games and you get a free rub down. That's nice. It's good business. Uh, Let's see here. Are you at all interested in the NHL All-Star game? Cat's going tomorrow night. Oh, are you really? Like the when's the actual game? Sunday? It's, tomorrow. No, tomorrow's the game. So tonight's the skills comp, and then tomorrow afternoon, which I'm 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 loving an afternoon NHL All Star game. Yeah. By the way, uh, late afternoon. So I've been kind of out of the NHL for the last little while. When did they move the All Star game to Saturday? A good question. I think the last few years they've done a, a bit of an overhaul to the whole the way that they do it in general um, to try to bring in good players to be honest with you because all the good players didn't even want to take part in it and then it was sad 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 yeah. but they actually get money this year so it's probably right around the time that they changed it up and actually the prizes were money it was and like the the nhl some stars game yeah it, it really <laughs> was and it was sad because nobody wants to get injured in your season like, no. so all the good players were gone this year you have all the good players involved because again there's money on the line and they did the picks a little different last uh last night where it, so it's the schoolyard picks right and the, the last time they did it, it was really sad that was when um Oh, no, Phil. What's his name? Sad, sad. Yeah, Kessel. Kessel was left alone, sitting on a bench. (laughs) The last one picked. So they changed it up this year. So the last four, because there's four teams this year, the last four just had to open an envelope to find out their team so that nobody was sadly sitting on a bench. Oh, my God. So they changed it. Yeah, they changed (laughs) it. These are multi-millionaires. I'm not concerned about their feelings. I am not either. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) But the fact that they're winning money is interesting, too. But anyway, it'll work in their favor. It used to be that you'd get a car, though. That was your your prize, though. If you were last one sitting, you'd win. You get a car. So, oh, because that's so what they actually, used to give the NHL All Star Game MVP. Yes, and then they changed it to the last one pick, but then they stopped doing schoolyard. <laughs> the best Why? one gets a Honestly. car. The worst one gets a car. And by the way, these are all like you said, rich people. So I don't even understand. But yeah, I, I'm excited to I'm excited to see some stuff. The celebrity aspect, of course, is cool for me. Tate McRae's also involved. Justin Bieber's leading a team. Michael Bublé, who apparently was on mushrooms uh, last night during the pick. I believe him. He says. By the way, from him. I believe him. Do you think he's telling the truth? I can't tell He was on that mushrooms guy's... while he did it? That's what he That's said. So At the press conference last night, he's like, what? I forgot where I was off the time. I did a little bit of mushroom. I don't know if he's joking. I can't tell. He's one of those guys. He's like deadpan, and I can't tell. I think Michael Buble is a microdoser. Yeah. yeah he I, probably I think is. So. Yeah. yeah. And Will Arnett was there, too. And yeah, anyway, it'll be, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I think now we're ready to get to that story, whether we're 15 minutes in. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
Okay. Well, listen, NIMBY, not in my backyard <laughs> is the acronym. Uh, this place calls itself a judgment-free zone. It's not Planet Fitness. Nope. <laughs> a small town in New Hampshire up in arms after a new business called The Diapers Spa, where clients wear diapers and pretend to be babies, has opened up. People who live nearby feel that this is a fetish thing and that those clients may be dangerous. They don't want them wandering around in their hood. It also happens to be close by to a park. Okay, strike one and two. The owner, though, a licensed therapist, and says that's not what this is. She claims it's for people to get targeted therapy and work out issues from their childhood. Some of the services on the site are presented in kind of a fun way. They have the ABDL Nursery Spa Care. That's described as a spa-like nursery experience for the little one inside you. ABDL stands for Adult Baby Diaper Lover. Oh, there's also a two-hour session. That's sorry. That two-hour session costs six hundred dollars. Six hundred bucks. People are paying for this shit. Then there's the virtual play date for a mere two hundred dollars. You can get, do a Zoom call with one of their therapists for fifteen hundred. You can have a one-night stay, a diaper B and B that comes with, and I quote, top-notch care and pampering services. Should be called a BM and B. BM. Bowel movement. Bowel, Bowel movement. movement. Ah. Yeah. The diaper thing is weird. Is the diapers because they're so into their therapy that they may not remember that bathroom breaks need to happen regularly and this is to avoid messes? Or are these just weird people that like to walk around in diapers? Yeah. Uh. Yes, there's people who like to walk around in diapers. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. That's why this whole spa, which I don't know, I'm questioning the spa portion of this. Like what music is played? At, you know, you go to a spa to relax and it's the nice, you know, maybe a sitar kind of sound, maybe some nature sounds. And this one, it's like... Baby shark, do 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 do. It's like, oh. me, Blippi. Yeah. <laughs> Coco melon. You're like, yay! I'm relaxed I now. I miss Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, friends. Can like, you say mama? Can you say mama, mama? But like, sadly, probably. Like yes, the answer is truly I know sad. We're mocking yes, this, but it's probably yes. real. So I'm okay. Listen, what the fuck are these people up to? They need help. Okay. So I'm glad that someone's there to help. They because did I'm say sh- judgment-free zone, though. Well, this isn't, clearly. <laughs> this is not a judgment-free zone. I didn't say shit about this being a, a judgment-free zone. This is judgment-full zone. I mean that here. truly, though. These are people who definitely are tra- either experiencing trauma or have something wrong with them. It's true. It's go, go ahead and get mad at the way I'm saying it, but it's absolutely friggin' true. Anyone with certain... I don't even think I'd call it a fetish because I know apparently it's not sexual. Like Some fetishes are deemed sexual, some aren't. I don't know if this is necessarily for everybody sexual at all. But there's there's issues. I don't think there's you can attach- have sex with the diaper on. There's attachment. Well, you'd probably be surprised. There's detachment and attachment issues that people have, and that has to do with it. So getting therapy is important. If this is one way to get therapy in an environment that makes you feel comfortable, okay, fine, fine, whatever. But I don't know if this is actually doing uh, them a favor or helping. Helping or not helping, right? I don't know. Do, do you think that this needs to be an in-person service or could these people just go and talk to a, a psychologist? Do they need to go in with the whole diaper thing and walk around like with a drinking out of a baby bottle and all that sort of shit? 
And do you blame the people for being angry that this has opened up in their neighborhood? Well, that's the other thing. How big is this place? Like, oh, how many clients are involved in this? I'd need to know this. Okay, I don't know how many people they have at any given time, but it's a decent-sized building. Like, if you were going for acupuncture or something like that, the same type of building that you would go into. I know people are worried about it in the neighborhood. I, I get it. I understand the concern because they don't understand the people that are going in there. Yeah. But I also don't think it's like baby Huey walking down the street or <laughs> yeah. anything like that. Like, They're not going to come knocking in. on your door no, asking for a bottle. No, it's not all of a sudden going to be Halloween or anything like that that and yeah. someone goes, I made a boo-boo. And they turn around <laughs> and they get shit in their diaper. I don't think that's what's going on. Not at all. In fact, most of these individuals do this in the privacy of their own home. Right. This is, so this is a place that they can go. You know what? Fine. If, like, if that happened around the corner and I learned about it, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> like, sure, you can avoid you can avoid that area, but I wouldn't be worried there'd be a bunch of like life's, like humongous babies walking around the neighborhood. <laughs> humongous babies. It's a funny visual. I'm <laughs> laughing at that already. So I uh, want to, can I role play this out here? I just, because you're saying all the right things, Kat, but I just, I want to know what the genuine, honest reaction is to this. It opens up in your neighborhood. Yeah. And you get a... At the front door. No. Cat opens the door. And all you hear is, ma'am, I made it stinky. <laughs> Can I use your boom boom room? Oh, hell no. Obviously not. And that's when you'd have a real problem, though. You when know you what I mean? When you knock on Cat's door. When you're knocking... Yeah, if you're knocking on doors, though, that is a problem, of course. But she's basically saying, the woman who's running this thing is saying, no, 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 you're getting my clients all wrong. So then you got to prove it. If it was approved by the city or municipality, whatever you have to get approved by, then fine. But what I will say to everybody, everybody listening, you probably have some weird shit happening in your own neighborhood, and you have no idea. This is public knowledge. But some people have at-home businesses that you would be shocked by in your own neighborhood. And I'm talking everything from... Legal to illegal practices. If people knew the kind of foot pics I was taking, yeah, in home, like shit like, this, shit like this. My happens. neighbors would never look at me the same way. But seriously, <laughs> therapists of all kinds are doing things and accepting clients in neighborhoods everywhere at, from an at-home standpoint. So before you go all uppity and crazy about it, just keep in mind, like right next door, if you don't know what they do for a living, maybe they do something like that. You is, don't know. People is Dave take getting a pedicure again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this woman keeps coming to his home every day. It's at-home very, service. Very well, lovely. Okay, but if we don't know what's going on in our neighborhood, it's great because we don't know what's going on yes, in our neighborhood. but I think that's what the point is. There's a lot of people that are operating a side hustle out of their home, and sometimes it's something very innocuous like, hey, uh, I do manicures at home on the side, or I'm an RMT, and mm-hmm. I, I charge cash, but if you come to my place, I'll give you a professional massage. That sort of shit. Okay, great. Sometimes it's even worse. Some of them are selling drugs and other things. Right. right. In this case... 500 people in the neighborhood have signed an online petition to get this business shut down. The owner of the diaper spa says people tend to fear things that they don't understand, but the folks in her community are generally smart, reasonable, and understanding. So she thinks the outrage will eventually die down. (laughs) I don't know, dude. I don't know if they're going to die down. What are they complaining about, really? I mean, you know babies. There's cribs in there, by the way. There are actually like cribs. You can look it up online. They're just like napping and shit like that. Like they're not even really that disturbing, are they? They don't listen to loud music and stuff. Just going to nap. Maybe some mild crying now and again, but they're not that bad. Eh, but that's what babies do in general. These are adults that yeah. want to be babies, that are yeah. acting like babies. Correct. I don't know. If, do, do, I, do. I don't know. They're probably quietly in a crib somewhere. What if there's a fire drill or something like that? <laughs> then what's supposed to happen? How far back can you go? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all crawling. <laughs> You're like, get up, get up. It's the house on fire. And like, no, he's not breaking character at all. <laughs> Somebody save the children. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a 51-year-old oh, no, man. <laughs> no. Save me. Most of them are going to be men, right? Are they men? 
Oh, I'm pretty confident it's all men. Yeah. You think yeah. so? Yeah. Well, it's a female therapist and, yeah. and probably a male clientele. And these guys get a real kick out of putting on mama, a diaper mama. and being treated like a, a child yeah. by this therapist who's also to them like a de facto mom. I bet you there's OnlyFans accounts dedicated to this shit too. You know that, like Guaranteed. being your mo- feeling like you're like you're their mama. Oh, that's a good idea for a quick little side hustle for anyone who's <laughs> open to it. Oh man, it's weird. I know it's weird. Just, you're, you're, but here's my my worry about that. You're not light. You're not licensed to help somebody. No, you're <laughs> like, absolutely right. Oh, I can give advice. It's like you couldn't organize a one car funeral. Like like calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're not. You shouldn't be giving life advice to people. There's a lot of people who are unqualified in doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just be careful who you're who you're listening to. Kat, can you text Octavia and tell her that we need her in here? Dave, I want you to hear from Octavia what goes on in certain bakeries because bagels <laughs> are in the news today. Mm. Have you heard that Philadelphia cream cheese is trying to reinvent the bagel with no hole? I am. And one of my favorite bagel places that I've ever been in my life is participating. Is it the one in Montreal? St. Vinatieu in Montreal, yeah. Yes, I've heard of that place. It, it's amazing. It's like the bagels are so, when you go in and you buy like a fresh bagel, it is like a soft pretzel that you buy at the mall. Wow. You pull it apart and you can eat it right on the spot. Listen, by the way, how what ama- how amazing our producer. I send her a quick text. She's here in like no time. Like, yes, what do you need, Kat? I, the, the sound of <laughs> whoop when it's sent it didn't even here. finish when Octavia walked in. That's here, perfect. You can use my mic, Octavia. Hey, Octavia, I was just hoping that maybe we could have a little conversation about this. Uh, Dave wasn't privy to the conversation earlier, but for those who don't know, prior to becoming uh, executive producer of the Scott and Cat Show, Octavia worked in a bakery, and and you did a lot of cake decorating, I think, right? I did, yeah. Okay, and and did you also do some of the baking? Yes, I did. By okay. the way, can I also just say Octavia was very qualified for this job? I didn't go to a bakery and, and just hire somebody who was making some bread one <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, uh, I got a job for you. What do you know about radio? <laughs> She's very qualified. <laughs> Prior, very immediately prior to this job that you have right now, you were a baker. <laughs> it's like the way you set that up was just so like, well, here we go. <laughs> no, but you're also a radio. You were a radio student, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. So you're a professional. I think so. There you go. I agree. <laughs> but prior to this, to earn money during radio school, how about we put it that there way? There you go. Octavia was working at a bakery, and from time to time, you had to make the bagels. I did. How hard is it to make a bagel with no hole in it? Because that's what Philadelphia cream cheese wants everyone to do. I'm not even sure that counts as a bagel anymore, does it, if there's no hole in it? Isn't that just a bun? I I watched a five-minute news segment on this last night. Oh, really? And I was like, what five am I doing? Minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. I swear to God, I'm watching it, and, and I'm going, this is the stupidest thing ever. I'm like, whether well, it has a hole or not, it's a bagel. And then as I'm watching this, I'm going, oh, maybe it's more like a pretzel bun. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going. Oh, maybe more. It's more. It's kind of like a kind of like a Kaiser. I, I don't know. Is it? Is it the same? It's, I'm like looking for people to talk to about it. There's nobody around. I'm like, is that still a bagel? I don't know. I don't know. Is it still a bagel? Did you go and like wake up your wife and like, honey, what do you think? I gotta talk to you. I'm really important. <laughs> That is something you would do to her, by the way. Yeah. I, I know you just fell back asleep after the baby woke up, but uh, I got to talk to you about this. What do we call a bagel with no hole? Yeah. That's interesting. Octavia, how do they get the hole in the bagel? Could you, when Octavia explained this on the Scott and Cat radio show this morning, we were just blown away. So we had these bagels come in and they came in frozen as little like bagel dough pucks, but you kind of had to like they were frozen? stretch them out. And so you had to like 
make the yeah. hole. You had to like oh. stick your hands oh. in there and like stretch it out. You had to do it in water. Like it was a whole thing. It was. Oh it was, wow! Yeah. So your day started off by stretching and fingering a bagel. <laughs> yes, honestly, that is exactly how my day started. Like I would get into work, and that's what I would do. <laughs> Was the goal to get like a hole all the way through or just like a little dent in the top? Because bagels come different ways. You had to make like a gaping hole. (laughs) Oh, oh boy. (laughs) There's a house in the neighborhood for that. Uh You could probably do an OnlyFans of just making bagels and somebody would pay money to just see it. Now coming to the diaper spa near you. (laughs) Yeah. Have, have a good cry, a good poop, and a bagel on the way out. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, I've seen them make bagels in a different way. Maybe it's different because yours came in frozen, but I I, I watched them like ro- like spin it out so it's it, almost like you would start with pizza dough, where you you, you kind of spin it around so it's almost like, like in like a cylinder type shape, and you're you're looping it around, and then they bring it around and cut it into smaller pieces and stretch it, and then just connect the ends. Don't worry. We were very handsy with all the other buns and stuff. Ah, okay. Just the bagels came in frozen. I, I'm just worried that my Kaisers are not getting a good good Roger oh, before I eat them. Oh, they're up. Don't you worry. <laughs> I like my ciabatta bread to be fisted before I get it personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good, it's always a good time when my focaccia bread has been given a shocker before I before I enjoy it. <laughs> exciting <laughs> i know it's been i know it's been tended to and cared for <laughs> when it's when it's been treated as such you know what a shocker is never mind oh no, no. never HR, mind HR. oh <laughs> i'm taking this away leave, all right leave her alone thank you octavia you have a great weekend okay you're the and best bring, octavia. thank you i want to <laughs> see this done this is awesome See this croissant? First I fucked it, then I ate it. (laughs) I performed cunnilingus on this croissant for four hours before we sold it. It'll be $8.50, please. That's why we got a croissant. (laughs) (laughs) Croissant. Anybody want an old-fashioned glazed motorboat? I asked her earlier if she had to use two hands or one hand to figure it out. I was like, well, we're going too far here. We're going too far. But she actually did the motions for me. She's like, yeah, you kind of massaged it. You kind of massaged oh the whole. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is too much. For, uh, the, for those who are wondering what visual Cat uh, was just showing us, where she was showing how they stretch out the bagel, <laughs> picture like all your fingers pointing down and then spreading in opposite yeah, directions. Like it's. Oh, yeah. what a, the fact yeah. that she said the goal was to get gape. I almost. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That was, wow. that was it. That's just when I'll say this. Once gape came into the conversation, that's where I the, I was like, oh, I guess we're good to say whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking gape. Yeah, I guess yeah. we're going in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, indeed. Um, so there's a thread on Reddit that we'll bring up here in after nine so we can do a deeper dive into it. This Reddit thread is contributed to by doctors. And the question was, what's something unique or unusual that you've seen a patient bring into the emergency room with them? What have you seen someone bring in when they were seeking urgent medical care? The doctors stepped up on this one, and and they stayed anonymous, so I feel like these are honest answers. I'm going to go through 10 different things that people brought into the ER. Now, keep in mind, as you listen to this, 
we've got a bit of an ER crisis happening right now. People are waiting like a whole day to get like a, a cut addressed or, or to get a broken bone taken care of. We don't need this kind of nonsense, but this is what's going on. One person went into the emergency room with a half-eaten raw chicken. Dave, any guesses as to why someone would take a raw chicken to the hospital? Mm, no. They asked the doctors to test the chicken to figure out if that's what made them sick. <laughs> they were Whoa. sick, so they brought the chicken to the emergency room thinking there's some sort of a machine that they can just stuff the chicken in, and it'll spit it out and say, confirm, I was hoping, I was hoping you were going to say something like <laughs> the person came in and was like, I need to know if this chicken was transgender or something like that. Like, just something, <laughs> oh, something, no. Completely Think it got me a trans chicken uh, yeah. here. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> I can't be eating a trans chicken. <laughs> Any way you guys could find out if this chicken's gay. <laughs> That's really where I thought you were going with this. I'm kind of disappointed that it's not. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, so test this chicken at the hospital. Yeah, they, so, they, they can't do that, by the way. They don't do that. There's not like a conveyor belt where they're just no. like, test your shit here, what? test your shit here. Yeah, what do you think happens at a hospital? Like, <laughs> I want to talk to that person. What do you think happens inside yeah. of a hospital? Yeah. I, uh, what do you think goes on in those, in those buildings? So my niece actually does work in a lab where they can test things. You can put like a... Uh, a sample of a Kleenex through this machine that she has, and it'll tell you, oh, the person who uses Kleenex was also using cocaine recently and stuff like that. She can take a, a little dollop of blood and say, oh, well, I can tell from this that you've got that wrong with you and this wrong with you. Really great stuff. Hospitals don't do that. No. You can't just walk into the reception desk at ER with a chicken and say, I need you to check this for salmonella. They don't do that. No. There. Can I tell you who ruined this? It's TV shows. Medical TV shows, even police TV shows, where somebody will walk in and be like, uh, you know, I, I found this half-eaten bagel. And they're like, oh, we'll track this person down. They're like, and then 10 seconds later, they they're do like, it all. Oh, yeah. they're, yeah. they're uh, currently in, uh, in Belize. And <laughs> yeah. you're like, you got that from a bagel bite? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But that's the, the unrealistic expectation has been, has been what TV has taught people yeah. is that it takes two seconds and every one of these places is equipped with DNA uh, identification systems mm -hmm. and everything. Drop a blood and, and I'll know what your grandfather did for a living. Yeah. <laughs> one person walked into the emergency room with a thermometer. When okay. the nurse would take the person's temperature, they pulled out their own thermometer to double check the nurse's work. Oh, that's terrible. Can you imagine? <laughs> if you're the nurse, what do you say when that person takes their own thermometer out? Yeah, I just want to make sure you're right. Just take, I'm checking your temperature. Oh, it looks like uh, no fever. You're at 90, uh, 98.3. Okay, great. And then the person goes, I'd like a second opinion. <laughs> okay, I'll get you a doctor. No, no, no. I want my second opinion. Yeah. Why are you even there then is what I would ask. Yeah. If you're so good, <laughs> what are you doing? This next person, I'm not exactly sure what took them to the ER, but when they arrived, they had a half-eaten can of beans. The reason it was half-eaten is because whenever this emergency took place, they were eating a can of beans. Right out of the can, by the way, like an animal. And <laughs> like a goddamn raccoon. Did they bring a spoon or were they just like drinking it? I think they had a spoon. They came in oh, with a half- slurping the maple. <laughs> oh, God. All, oh, the, all, the, all the can gel. Oh, my oh. God. In pork molasses. Yeah. <laughs> so the doctor will 
in case you're wondering, just carry on and treat you even though you're eating a can of beans. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They won't stop you? Nope. Doctors have very uh, low standards. I mean, as long as you're not an asshole, they'll take care of anything. I, I, think, said, I think it would be a simple, like, five-word sentence. Put the goddamn beans down. Yeah, put these. But you know what? Okay, so some ERs don't have any, like, even their vending machines are broken. They have no source of any food. But people who know this, and these are frequent ER visitors, keep in mind, they must be. Because I remember when I was in the ER with my kid, I looked around and there's people prepared as shit. Like, they had whole lunch boxes with all their snacks, and they had enough time to prepare it. And Cracking out a thermos. Oh, yeah, like sitting there eating and <laughs> Like drinking. you're on the job. <laughs> Even though, by the way, like the next seat over, someone's ralphing in a bag. Like, they're just eating yeah. their sandwich like nothing's happening. I saw, it's so funny you say that because I saw that exact thing. Yeah. There's a, there's a family, like two or three people throwing up at the same time. Oh, and three no. seats over, this guy's eating like a turkey BLT. Oh, it's so like, weird. What the hell are you doing? Oh, but how can you do that? We've all heard the stories, though. You've got to be prepared. Prepared. You can't just show up at the ER now and wait your turn and go in. It takes too long. It takes a long time. Yeah. You've got to like pack and you've got you to bring do. a lunch and get one of those like Milwaukee job site <laughs> ghetto blasters so you've got some music to listen Crossword to. Crossword puzzle, Sudoku. I'm, br- I'm bringing my DeWalt. <laughs> <laughs> Plug in that big speaker. And then you don't have to watch that loop in the emergency room. Right. Of <laughs> oh my gosh. If you feel that you have COVID-19, yeah. you just go to this area and you're like, Oh. Or like medical quizzes. Like we don't want to take these fucking quizzes while we're waiting. This is not entertaining. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which symptom do you think best describes the following? If you think that the, <laughs> if you think that a toy car can get stuck in your esophagus, select A. <laughs> if you don't think it, pick B. Oh, boy. This person showed up at the emergency room with a 45-pound electric meat grinder because his hand was stuck in it. Oh, God. So... I understand you can't get your hand out. Most people would call for help at that point, not unplug the grinder, one-handed, by the way, because the other hand was in the grinder, put it in the car, and drive themselves to the emergency room. That seems like a weird thing to me. That's true. You would have to know that you're okay. Like, was his hand half chopped up? I guess we don't know. Oh, it's look, I'm guessing it was mangled. Oh, fuck. This person went to the ER, uh, laid down on the bed, and a whole onion fell out of his pocket. What was he doing with the onion? I think he was worried about vampires or something. I have no idea why he had an onion with him. <laughs> That's a weird look. Why would you bring it? This person uh, brought Christmas lights. One of them strung above the bed so they could feel the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Seriously, they showed oh. up at the ER with like a strand of Christmas lights like you'd put up on your tree and asked that once they get a bed, they put up the Christmas lights so they can feel the spirit of the season. Was there someone that was, like, dying? Like, unless you're, like, think that you're going to die, I feel like, why would you do this? That was probably something stupid. It probably was something stupid, They probably didn't it? even admit her. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to go in, and I wish that their form would have, like, if there's an other section, I'd be like, I'm requesting a visit from John Cena. Like, Sir, you have strep throat. It's not make a wish. <laughs> you do not, not qualify for is, it. This is not where you fill this form out. <laughs> Go into the ER and ask him. Do you have any of those make a wish forms? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys seen John Cena? Grown ass adult. Yeah. How do I get yeah. on one of them lists? Don't lie to me. I saw on Instagram. Yeah. He's at the hospital. Where is he? Walk up to the nurse and start doing the John Cena hand. Say, you can't see me. Where is he? <laughs> so stupid. This guy brought a snake with him. It was still alive. He brought the snake that bit him. 
In other words, he got bit by a snake and didn't know if it was venomous or not, so he caught the snake and dragged it into the emergency room. They must have freaked out. Imagine working that shift and someone's like, yeah, the snake bit me. Like, get the fucking thing out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where what are you, you doing? Where would you go? An emergency room or reptilia? Right. Like, yes. like, <laughs> right. Exactly. Because the, the doctor's not going to go, oh, well, hang on a minute, and put on like a safari outfit and come back <laughs> in and be like, oh, I know what's going to snake that is. Yeah. <laughs> Let's know? just move over all the other things in this magical lab that we have here because people keep bringing in their chicken and all that shit. We'll <laughs> move the chicken over for the snake. One person's in there going like, I have a bleeding ulcer. It's really bad. Everything's going wrong. I'm starting to go kind of blind. And the other guy's like, I just got to find out what kind of snake this is. <laughs> it might be bad. Nurse, grab the snake tester, please. Like, I, I know that there's... <laughs> where's the snake tester? <laughs> I, I know that these doctors and nurses are overrun in the ER and they're working crazy, crazy hours. We've done broadcasts to support them, to help yeah. them, to show that, you know, we appreciate those crazy long hours. And I know there's... Uh, patient and doctor confidentiality that they can't break, but God damn, those stories must be incredible. They if are you get good. A, and you, they will break them. Sure. They if, just won't name names. Yeah, yeah. If you get them drunk, they'll tell you fucking anything. No, I'll tell it's you all, all of it. And doctors are boozers too, I'll tell you that. Oh, good. Okay. The ones that, maybe I just hang out with the wrong <laughs> ones. <but. laughs> They're the right ones. They're the right ones, <laughs> the sounds yeah. Of it. Isn't that bad for you? Shut up. Scott's got a party. He's like, the doctor's like, can you hold my whiskey? I'm going to check out your psoriasis. Give me a second. <laughs> Uh, one man walked into the emergency room with his penis stuck in the vacuum end of a shop vac. Mm -hmm. He claims that he wasn't doing this for some sort of erotic reason or sexual pleasure. He had his penis in the vacuum cleaner because he was trying to, on his own, remove a kidney stone. Oh. Do, do we buy this story? Uh, I, I follow the chain of thought. Yeah, well, you know, if it comes out your penis anyway, if I stick my dick in a shop vac, it'll just suck it right out. Is it just better to admit that you were trying to touch trying yourself? To have, yeah. trying to I have mean, for the, nursing for the nursing staff and the hospital staff, yes. But people are just, they'll come up with any excuse. Like, won't, don't you sound, don't you sound less, I don't want to say stupid or dumb or anything because it's not the right word, and uh, less credible mm -hmm. if you're like, well, no, I, I was just trying to get a kidney stone out with this shop vac. Like, would you not be like, I think the other story is more believable. Well, and we don't make me it. run through hoops to or jump through hoops to try to figure out what's wrong with this but guy. People get embarrassed. I've told this story before. I'll say it again. This is one of the people in the medical field I know that I would never name that tells me stories. And one of the stories they got in the ER when someone came in with a, a lava lamp shoved up their ass that they were painting, <laughs> that they were painting naked. That was the story. And they were like really trying to like, okay, sir, you could tell us the truth. This is a safe space, you know, confidentiality. No one needs to know. Please tell us the reason. Because they need to know everything in order to try to help remove the object. Because they need to know if you're in a relaxed state or not relaxed state <laughs> or what. And he stuck with his story of I was painting naked. I had all the stuff in the middle of my room. I fell off a ladder and it went right up my ass. Just that was, he stuck right, right to his there. story. And it just. Uh, uh, usually when you're painting, you, you cover a room. Yeah. You know, um, or the, your ass. Yeah. With clothes. Yeah. Uh, Shitty clothes, but when, clothes. When I say painting, I don't. I guess he's not like with a roller painting the wall. <laughs> like, That's what he had pretty much claimed. He like, was up on a ladder painting. It sounds like. Well, what I originally thought was that he was like making a mural, or he's doing no, something like yeah. artistic, and was like, I have to do it naked because it ex it allows me to express myself. But then you left the lava lamp out. The one thing, <laughs> everything else is covered except the lava lamp. I don't imagine a lava lamp would yeah, go just sitting in the middle of the floor. Yeah. <laughs> 
I also, you'd really have to stick the landing for it to go right up there yes. on the first try. Yeah. I mean, that's like ring toss and a half. As, as much as we don't imagine a, a lava lamp being in the middle of the floor, I also don't imagine it in someone's rectum. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know? So it's not in places it should be in any of this story. Hospitals. Oh, boy. Like, I, I, they, in a, in a standard shift, one night, maybe give a week because weekends are probably the craziest time. I'm sure. But just the amount of things people have in their bodies, the amount of things people do because they think it's okay and safe, mm-hmm. it must just be shocking. And maybe there's a reason why sometimes when you go to the ER, ER you feel like your doctors or your nurses are kind of just running the mill. And they're like, uh-huh, do this, do that, do this, do that. Maybe they're looking at you and they're like, ooh, Mr. Cough. You know, not a big deal. I'm going to go deal with the guy with the lava lamp in his ass. <laughs> hey, a little excitement tonight. That's a story. Yeah, this guy's got a three-hole punch in his, in his oh. urethra somehow, and I don't know how he did it. <laughs> they also retrieved uh, or encountered, brought into the ER, a turtle, a rabbit, a, quote, helper monkey, a flying squirrel, an emotional support duck, and <laughs> I love that a live chicken. And the reason the person brought a live chicken into the emergency room is because they didn't want to leave it in their hot car, which is the message that we're all supposed to get. Never leave your chickens in a hot car. car, That's responsible. Why do why do you have the chicken? You know, I would love to say, yeah, people that drive around with chickens are crazy. But a good friend of ours is currently driving around with a chicken. You you know, Paul, the mechanic. Oh, my gosh. Is he really? Yeah. He's got a, a great little setup now where he's having chickens that lay his own eggs. But you have to get the chickens from wherever they come from to your backyard. Uh So at some point, there was like eight chickens in a Tesla driving up Highway 7. (laughs) Okay. Originally, I was was kind of surprised by it. But then you said it was Paul the mechanic. And I was like, now I'm not shocked at all. Like This is is absolutely perfect. Nothing should be surprising there. Nope. I had to hold his lizard once while he (laughs) printed out my invoice. (laughs) And that was not a euphemism. It was. No, it wasn't. It was literally a lizard. (laughs) Hold this iguana. I got to fill Yeah, it was an iguana of some. Kind. It was very cute. De- uh, debit or cash? By the way, can you hold on to this swordfish? <laughs> it wouldn't shock me, though. If you know him, you know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not surprising. He, just out of nowhere, it'd be like, oh, no. check this out. He pulls a giant snake out from I behind the he, counter. He brought like, his oh, parrot yeah. one time, too, when he had a parrot. That parrot talks, but it only knows swear words. Yeah, it's impressive. It actually. called me a cunt once. <laughs> <laughs> really? His parrot called me a cunt. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Oh, that's great. You don't know embarrassment and feeling of diminishedness until a bird calls you a pretty derogatory name. Yeah. Special. Anyway. I'm also just shocked that the bird knew Scott so well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did you know? He read you like a book. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this Scott. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who do we owe an apology to? Uh, so sorry to everyone who did not win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Everybody. Aww. Phil Kessel is If you go to wrestling and don't win the Royal Rumble, did you just waste your time? Like, there's no prize for second place and no consolation or anything. There's not, but you can also have good performances with the most people eliminated or the longest time spent. It's kind of a consolation. But you just trying to pad your stats? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, screen time for them. some of them, too. They don't get enough of it, the lower tier ones. Maybe. Fair. All right. That is a great point. Look at this. And I apologize to you for interrupting. Thank you so much. Phil Kessel is owed our regrets. (laughs) Still. Uh And still being the last one picked. And he's isn't he like the current NHL Iron Man? Like he's he hasn't missed a game in like forever. Is that streak still going? His is, I believe it is. Yeah. That's the thing is like he's actually like and he seems like a decent guy. He just always got picked on all the time. It was the hot dogs. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's the hot dogs yeah. and he's a little out of shape. 
But so what? But he's, he's still does, a great hockey player. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go, if you go back and uh, Babe Ruth didn't have a six pack, you know, they like go back and yeah, look at some of yeah. the like the athletes in back in the day who were dominant in their sport and weren't in the best shape. Like they used to in the NHL, they used to smoke in between shifts. Right. Some of the Montreal Canadiens would go do Guy Lafleur would go do a shot, chug a beer, come back and and play the next shift. Yeah. It's a different if it, it's a different world now with sports. Um, oh, baby spa aficionados, they are definitely mm-hmm. owed an apology here. Mm-hmm. Those who love a good bagel hole, you are also owed an apology. <laughs> Think about what they do to your bagel before you eat it. Yeah, think yeah. about it. Very deep regards to Octavia, who had to need some big old gaping holes in, no. in your bagels <laughs> over the years. We feel bad for people who are bringing raw chickens to the ER. And finally, Mike Tyson, you know it. You you are owed an apology, mm-hmm. not for anything in particular, but just because it's a good idea. Amen. And before we go, a few parting words. Dave, I'm not sure if you're aware, but earlier today, whether it be in Punxsutawney or Shubenacadie or Wyarton, Ontario, great old South Bruce Peninsula, all of the groundhogs are in agreement that it will be in early spring this year. I'm all about that. By the way, um, do you know Taz and Jim? Yes. They were in Port Stanley broadcasting live and they brought in alpacas. Oh. to see if they saw their shadow. Of course they did. And they did not. Really? So it's not just the rodents. Now we're talking alpacas are, are able oh, well, to Oh, then it must be true. That's well, right. It's a fact for yeah. sure. I, I haven't talked to Taz in a while. Why did they bring an alpaca to Port Stanley as opposed to a rodent <laughs> in Wyatt? Every year they bring in a different animal and, and it works. Because why not, I guess, right? <laughs> if you do it with a groundhog, you can do it with anything, really. Yeah, when did the groundhog all of a sudden get his meteorologist degree? Like, when did that happen? I don't know, but I feel bad for the thing. The thing just wants to sleep for a little bit longer and rest in its little hole there. It's cold. It's still cold out here. I say we switch yeah. it up. I'm all for alpaca day. They already have a nice warm jacket on. You know, you don't, yeah. you don't have to put a stupid top hat on the poor groundhog or anything. that's How hanging f- around anyway. fuck are you going to fit an alpaca in the hole, though? No, it doesn't come out of a hole anymore. Well, that way with do? the hole. We're getting rid of these they ga- gaping of holes. <laughs> no more gaping holes. Finish with that we need, shit. We need a gaping alpaca hole. Take it out of a out of like a Tesla, like Paul and his chickens there. Float it on a barge. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. into Port Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, the, the chicken not? also did not see his shadow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul was driving too fast. <laughs> That's I, That I also believe. Mm. Uh, all right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of After 9. On uh, Monday, Kat will have all the winners and highlights from the Grammy Awards. Mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm. going to the All-Star Game. Yeah. Have a great time. Thank you. I'm sure it'll be an absolute gong show in Toronto. I can't wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you plan on parking in Milton. <laughs> that probably will have to. <laughs> and yes. walking the rest of the Yes, indeed. Yep. (laughs) It's weird. This is the first time in 18 weeks there's no football on on a Sunday. And this is what the XFL was supposed to be. That's now merged with the USFL. Now they're the UFL. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what they're called now, but they're going to be spring football. Oh. So they're going to be the the bridging in between the NHL's or NFL seasons. So oh. for those who are jonesing for some football, people will you'll, that. you'll get some. Got yeah. it. All right, cool. Uh, next week, we will explain details on our huge Valentine's Day contest that mm-hmm. we're going to be running the following week. Uh, we're not allowed to say much, are we? Not really. How about I how about I how about I buzz you when you say too much? You just gave a good hint. Actually, that was a really good hint. Yeah, I think yeah, you. Guys, I think it's you. Not my first day. <laughs> I think you said too much. <laughs> I'm gonna write your ass up. <laughs> I'm breaking my own confidentiality <laughs> agreement. <laughs> I'm going to legal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday. Telling on myself. <laughs> Bye.
During a flight, an Irish folk singer pulled out a fiddle and played for fellow passengers. You know, when I'm stuck in a long flight, my first thought is, I really hope the guy next to me pulls out a fiddle. The New York Mets have announced that for the first half of the season, Saturday day games will start at 1.40 p.m. in an effort to bring more families and large groups to the ballpark. Well, I guess that's easier than being good at baseball. Travis Kelsey said that he won't be at the Grammys this weekend with Taylor Swift because he needs to focus on the Super Bowl. Man, you know your life is good when you can't go to the Grammys because you got to prep for the Super Bowl. You know what I'm a Philadelphia woman was arrested on a Frontier Airlines flight after she allegedly pulled down her pants in an attempt to urinate in the aisle. And because of the arrest, Frontier is demoting her to co-pilot.